This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P-O-D-D-Y. Welcome to the Trim Healthy Party with Serene and Pearl and some guy named Danny. I mean, it seems like I'm always in parentheses. You are. Your parentheses, Den. Like, anyways. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Hey. Hey, parentheses are kind of a nice decoration. Yeah. Hey, I think this is going to be a good party because I have a great question for you to kick it off. Are we going to just start out with a quest? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is from Krista W. She says, hey, Serene and Pearl, I'm struggling to stay on the bandwagon. I have three children under the age of six, and my husband works nights. I've read your first book and have Trim Healthy Table pre-ordered. Thanks, Krista. There you go, Krista. Awesome. The best part of your show is that dashing Danny character. Oh, no, no. Vibrance and charm (laughs) are what comes to mind. Wait, what? You're adding that, right? All right, the last part was added. Let me get back to what she really said. (laughs) Although I've lost weight, I need encouragement, though, because sometimes I feel like it's not worth the E for effort. I added E for effort. Okay. She said effort. Oh, this is going to be good because yeah. I actually, Krista, I've got something to say. Guess what? Sometimes actually I, your friendly neighborhood author, Serene, might not share the same sentiment. <laughs> what are you about to say? I'm a bit scared. Sometimes I yeah. actually feel like this is all too much work too. No, what? Hear me out. What is work? Hear me out. I do Because too, you're the psycho purist. You love stand it. stand up and slam that you, door. You love some good work. You can do the potty by yourself. Okay, here's the deal. You're making food at home. Your kitchen is a mess. That's normal life, Pearl. No, I'm just telling you like it is, Serene. Sometimes, like, it would be sure so much easier to open a box of mac and cheese than make a salad, right? Or, you know, some chicken and a soup. What's easier? You just tell me, Serene. Let's be honest here. But the other one isn't really feeding yourself. Okay, but what's easier? Yeah, but Pearl is jumping in a bunch of poop. (laughs) Easier than making a salad? Probably. (laughs) All that you have be, to do is just would jump. Be, that would be way easier. Why does every podcast come around to poop for her? It does. I do. You know, it's the pregnant thing. I don't know. I think it's the pregnant thing. It's it like Because now as a pregnant lady. It's stuck on things. Well, you know how pregnant ladies, I'm sure you, the audience knows how pregnant ladies are. You just can't control the same kind of thing. I don't think it happens. No. Hey, no, no, no. I know. I can control all of that. Okay, we're back to Krista. Listen, even I feel that way sometimes, but it's. I tell myself, because those are little thoughts that we have to take captive, Krista, because yes, they will come. We're not all perfect. We have all sorts of thoughts coming into our head all day. Like, well, cutting off your hair, you know, I could walk into a easier. I could walk into a store and say, let me, maybe I should steal that, but it's just a thought. What? No, I have had bucket thoughts, though. I have had bucket thoughts. We resist those thoughts because guess what? What are you returning to? What you tried to get away from? Yeah. Okay, you're returning to that weight gain, that lethargy, that those sugar slumps and highs, you know, and then weight gain, then what are you going to have to do if you gain more weight? Then you're going to think, oh, trim healthy mum was just too moderate. Now I'm going to choose something extreme. So let yeah. me go on a calorie restriction or, or whatever. So we're here to say, stay the course. That's just a little thought that you have to take captive and say, not you thought, you're not going to rule my brain. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah, to be honest, I have to take thoughts captive all day. Every human does, right? I get you, Pearl. I get you. Well, I'm just admitting that I've had friends. those thoughts. I'm just out there. I but we had ha- those ones, but <laughs> we're back to friends. My sons have learned that if they uh, skip a week of lawn mowing, yeah, it doesn't disappear. They mow extra hard the next week. They yeah, have to actually, they'll mow on level four and then right back to back exactly. on level three. Exactly. And it's actually, they've learned, and we just talked about this. So it's so interesting, this question. Um, because they found that it's actually harder to do 
to to give up. Bingo. That's why my encouragement for the pregnancy potty um, that you, we did a couple weeks yeah, ago, yeah, was like, oh, that mic, Serene. St- was st- <laughs> <laughs> she will was, turn it off? <laughs> was stay the course. You know, keep keep focused as much as you feel miserable. Keep at it because what else do you have to do? Because it's harder to lose eighty pounds mm. postpartum with a new baby than it is to just stay the gentle course. During the pregnancy, so just see what I'm trying to say. It's harder to have to go. Uh, let's even put pregnancy aside. It's harder to have to go on some, like Pearl said, some um, caloric restrictive freak out. You know, uh, do the big uh, 500 uh, calories a day, yeah, or and do the big CrossFit and all that kind of crazy stuff, and just beat yourself up. Then just is, plod along, yeah. doing the right decisions. And I want to do. I want to say this, Krista, too. It does get easier. So even though I admitted I have those thoughts, we all have those thoughts. It becomes a lifestyle where I okay, was writing down the word <laughs> who lifestyle. Are you? I, where you th- where you're so used to okay, where's my wow, protein? I'm gonna get up for breakfast and I'm just gonna make myself, you know, five minutes to make myself some eggs and veggies instead of that Pop Tart. Okay. I say my maybe I save two minutes making the Pop Tart, but what's three minutes? And so then you get used to it and then it's lunch. Okay, I'm gonna have a sandwich on sprouted bread rather than just cheese and bologna on white bread. I t- yeah, about the same time. I'm just thinking new thoughts and I'm ma- making wiser decisions. And then tonight I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to have meatloaf and instead of mashed potatoes or, or mac and cheese, I'm going to have, you know, mashed cauliflower. It's just, yeah. it becomes so natural. Do you know what I think, think too, guys, is sufficient the day, <laughs> this is a verse in the Bible, is the evil thereof. And not that eating is evil or having to eat healthy food is evil, but sufficient today, how I see it, is the things you have to do that are hard today. Getting up no, out of bed is hard. So, no, yeah. So my oh. point being is, is don't keep on thinking, will I be having to do this 10 years down the track? Will I have to be, be getting up and making you know, my breakfast from scratch and all this kind of stuff? No, you just get up the next morning and you worry about the next morning's breakfast and you don't constantly pile on. Like if I'm exercising and I'm in the middle of a, of just lunges, right? Mm. And they're burning and I'm kind of like completely feel the lactic acid bill and I'm just, I'm miserable, right? If I think at that moment, every day for the rest <laughs> of my life, I'm going to do this miserable 15 minutes, yeah. I will just want to plop on my bum and cry. Yeah. But I tell myself, just think about today. Just think about now. For the rest of the day, you could be sitting reading your child's story on the couch. Yeah. Like you just need to, you you think, you don't pile on the work yeah. counting up the days. And I was reading this scripture the other day, Krista. I don't know where your beliefs lie, but um, you know, there's so much wisdom in the Bible. And, um, and, and I know that these verses about to read apply to our spiritual lives. But you see, there's a physical side and a spiritual side. We are both as humans, and I and and we have to feed both sides of our life. But this just really spoke to me. It's Hebrews six eleven and twelve, eleven verse eleven. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, mm. that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patient inherit the pro- patience inherit the promises and I thought oh my goodness because I was feeling sort of slothful like man do I have to make dinner again tonight for my family I just want to I don't know I'm just sick of making this dinner you know just having some slothful thoughts and then I thought to myself you know what what a privilege it is for me to make yeah. dinner for my family it's work 
I was made for work. Can, can I have that Bible yeah, on you your can. lap just while we're talking scripture? I was made to work. I was not made to be slothful. Now we all have to rest. We don't work ourselves to the bone. There's rest and there's chill times, but there's also work. Uh, and, um, and, you know, our kitchens do get messy, but there's times we eat out too. And I just thought to myself, man, these scriptures just hit me in the eye like Pearl. Don't have slothful thoughts about, about your spirituality, but also about your physicality. Be a doer. Be a can-do oh. and endure until the end. Don't think I'm just, I, I have a right to quit because this is hard. Hard things are important. Hard things are great. I just opened up good old Proverbs 31 because oh, I was actually reading. Woman. You know, I was just reading about wisdom too, about how wisdom is far is above rubies. The price of wisdom is above rubies. And I thought, what else is above rubies? The virtuous woman. Let me read that too. Okay. That true, the two things that are above yeah. rubies. Wisdom and woman. So anyway, a virtuous woman. So I was reading and it just really, it inspired me and it challenged me and it really kind of like got to me too about how, um, and it's talking about how not to be slothful and how she rises early and, and she um, she girds her hands with, with strength and honor are her clothing. But it talks about how she looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. But if we look well to the ways of our household, we look well and we think, okay, so it might be easier for me to put a mac and cheese in the pot real quick, two minutes for my rambunctious children running around and everything seems chaotic. But looking well to the health thinks, okay, well, I'm going to take a few more minutes and I'm actually saving time because then maybe I'm not taking the extra trip to the dentist because their teeth are all rotting, you know, in a few months. So, um, and then the other thing what it was saying here, uh, it was, talking about her husband, she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. But, you know, it's it's pretty strong talk, but do him good. You know, uh, if we can quickly like heat up some stupid sugary thing for him for breakfast, that's not doing him good. You know, so taking the extra couple of minutes for our husband, for our children, for ourselves, I think is, I think this whole practical one was talking about to me, what challenged me was don't be idle. Don't be idle and 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 um, slack, mm-hmm. and think about think about the ways of your household. Even if it's just you living at home, think about the ways of of your household for even for you and for your and house. Like Serena and I talk about a lot, it's how we look at it. Like it changed my thought process when I was like, "Man, I have to make dinner again," or like, "What a privilege it is and for then, me to make then, dinner." Oh man, I have got to go grocery shopping again. Oh, I just wish. Well, what about? I love it how, how it says here. She she um is like the merchant ship. She bringeth her food from afar. You know so. This work involved, and maybe we have to go order off Trim Healthy Mama and bring our food from afar. Well, we don't have to. No, but I'm just teasing. My point being is um, it takes it's worth that little bit of effort to look well to our households. Yeah. You know, Krista, my wife, Lisa, <clears throat> she, she can, I see her, you know, weekly get into the zone of children and, and you know, her husband me doesn't work nights but I might as well because I stay up my I I like I lock it I lock in creative mode around 7 p.m. Mm. you know and so but you know Lisa gets into kind of the day-to-day and addresses issues as they come right there in the moment and she often gets sidetracked and I don't know what this means necessarily for my wife, but what I've offered and has seemed to help her is building a system. Um, it goes back to a lifestyle of 
the kind of things you buy up front, the kind of things that are available in your cupboard to make, the kinds of things that you go to for emergencies. These things are maybe pre-thought through, pre-built, pre-decided so that when the moment comes, because it's going to come, yeah. the kids are going to throw you for a loop. Yeah. And so I've kind of, I think my wife's gotten a little bit of value out of kind of having some on-purpose systems in place that are just go-tos. So no longer, so like like I've heard you girls say on here, you know, right now THM might be new for some of you ladies um, or eating properly might be new. And so, you know, baobab is like this foreign word. Well, for Serene, for Serene and Pearl, it's a very normal word. Mm-hmm. So it's normalized, it's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I think as you continue the faith, mm-hmm. the THM faith, <laughs> <laughs> as you continue the THM race, you know, I want to encourage and, and say that Things from me personally, I mean, I was a sugar addict, mm. you know, and everything was crazy at first to stevia eyes, all my drinks and such. And now it's just lifestyle. I don't find it a chore at all. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. And planning ahead, having those things in your cupboard for real, really help. I do help. want to say to you, Krista, don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up. And, and don't you dare quit because your family needs you healthy. Yeah. Your husband needs you healthy and you need you healthy. It's like Pearl, what she said before is, what else is there, Krista? What else is there? Just letting it all go to pot again so you have to work harder? Yeah, and you know, we're your sisters. And I think as sisters, we say some tough things to one another, I think. You know, Serena and I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you be we're very honest with each other. We come to with each other with <clears throat> things, you know, if we mm-hmm. see something that maybe we could help with in that sisterly yeah. way. So I th- I don't think that we have a right to our own bodies to let yeah. them be in destruction. I agree. I don't think that we actually have a right to give up. I mean, you can call it THM. You can call it what it the healthy way to eat. Okay, not sh- shoving yourself with sugar and and not eating refined foods. That sort of thing is healthy, right? Personally, I know we think. Well, I I just feel like giving it up, and you know, even I've had these thoughts. We don't have that right. Because God created our bodies and they're fearfully and wonderfully made and we need to honor Him with them. We need to be there for our families. We need to be the best us we can be. You know, these days it's so politically correct. Everyone's like, get healthy for you. Do it for you when you feel ready. Don't let anyone tell you that you have to do this. And I don't know, I look at it differently. I'm like, yes, we need to be healthy for us. Yes, we need to make that decision. But we need to do it for those who love us. Yeah. It's not oftentimes <laughs> I don't believe in the do it for us anyway. It's kind of humanistic, but the do it for us doesn't work. Like do it for yourself, like yeah. do it for me. Yeah. I don't feel like that works because a lot of people have a self-hatred. They don't even realize. You yeah, know? that's true. And so I feel like do it for somebody else is a lot of a stronger uh, pull. I, I do. I think so. And we've definitely got to get past that self-hatred. You know, we've all struggled with that and God loves us. He loves you so much, Krista. And so you're so worth looking after yourself. You're so worth those few extra dishes in your sink. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl. And I'm Pearl. And who are you? (laughs) Serene. (laughs) I want to say a hard thing too. Okay. I want to say a hard thing. Bring on the hard. It's all relative, Krista. It might seem hard, you know, to have to do things from scratch and food and not just drive through McDonald's. But, you know, you probably have a dishwasher. Maybe you don't. Mine doesn't work. Mine doesn't work. Um, but we we don't have to walk five miles to the creek to do our dishes and then, you know, walk up the hill. We yeah. don't have to grind our grain in, with a mortar and pestle. You know, we don't have to <laughs> walk to the market every day fresh because we don't, don't, we don't have, have to hold water. 
Yeah, and so, you know, you watch these little documentaries, these little, these little um, National Geographic documentaries of African tribes. These women every day walk five miles just to get the water to drink for their for their tribe. And so I feel like it's all relative. I feel like we have it easy. We do. I mean, sometimes life doesn't feel easy and there's things that go on that, you know, hardships. But actually our day-to-day eating is a whole lot easier. Yeah, that's and what even, you mean. Even, that's what I'm saying. Even... Just think of back in the pioneer days and everything. You oh, know, just our day to day eating is a, is a breeze. Yeah, we Even have if toasters we make everything <laughs> from scratch, refrigerators. We, we have electricity. I remember camping once for a whole summer because we were building our house and we decided we'd just move out to the land and just camp while we built. <laughs> Interesting decision. <laughs> Interesting decision. <clears throat> really? Well, I tell you, we were so hot. We didn't even have enough gas to run our generator, you know. So it was just all like out there with a little propane. And they didn't even have propane back then, right? Back, we had, when, back when? Oh, you mean back, back in, in the old times? Days, in the old well, days. How old are you, Serene? No, no, but we had propane. Okay. But it was like flies and chiggers and ticks and, and just hot and sticky and the fire. And then the dogs licking the bowls while you're washing outside and hauling the water. It was just, it was wow. just pain. And I thought to myself, wow, I don't even know if I'm, I'm I don't even know if I'm a, I didn't even realize how good I have it, you know, when I have no, a so home. So, Krista, if you've got a kitchen, if you've got a sink, if you've got a refrigerator, just Dang go. It, Krista. Go hug it. Hey, yes. I remember, you know, speaking of back in the day stories, uh, we were on our way. I, I must have lost three or four friends to diphtheria. We were, we were trying to get to Oregon. Hold on. What? Oh, this is oh, a no. true story. Hold on. It sounds like this is some Western or something. Oh, wait. That didn't happen. It was a game, the Oregon Trail. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Oh. Yeah, I was. Oh, okay. Was so that wasn't real. Was, oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, she goes, "You totally had me." Hey, hey do you guys yeah, don't yeah. know about this game, the Oregon yes, Trail? Yes, my oh, husband's I don't played know anything it. About it. It came from a book. Oh, my mother read us the Oregon Trail when we yes. were little children. Yes. It's a book. It's amazing. We cried. She read it like ten times to us. I had to say one more thing. Great. I'm just so sorry. I'm a talkaholic right now, but I have to say this one thing. You talk, sister. When did we lose the love, the play? of being around our home doing stuff. Like when I was little, I mean, look at, look, go to Walmart. You, you see in the toy section, the little play kitchens, mm. the little play things. And, and it's fun to, to imagine when you're seven years old, to imagine one day I'm going to have my own home. I'll be my own kitchen with my own pot and my <laughs> very so own wooden spoon. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, my own broom. I remember when I first set up my kitchen, I was like that. Yes. Oh my goodness. It was There's this tiny brooms? apartment when I got married and it was dingy. Yeah. It was awful and I was in heaven. Yes. I was like, when did we lose it? Well, it's because we had to start doing it. I know, but the fact that, no, but it doesn't matter. We had to do it every day. I played it every day for hours. You were playing. But it means it's instinctual and it means we can return to that. No, but it means that when there is a different mindset. Yeah, that's true. It can, the hours can just run away and you can be doing the same thing you're doing now, but it can be seen as joy. But it's a mindset. you dance around the room with a spoon, right? No, but it's a mindset. I'm just saying as children, you see it as, as romantic. Uh, just a, a dream, but now somehow we think of it as drudgery. It's not drudgery. It, it's our honor to yeah. serve yeah. our family. It's our honor. And in the Bible, you know, it talked about the people that went off to war, you know, and everything. And when they brought back the spoil, it said, give also to those that looked after the pots. Because they it. had such a big part in it. All right, oh, boys, pay attention so to those of you. Cool. you. Get your woman in church. She'll start quoting scripture and looking after them pots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't think about that, did you? <laughs> 
Yes. That was a special message to your 17. <laughs> that was to the 17. That was to my 17 bros. Oh, I don't man. know if they're bros. I don't they know might if, be we, like if we beat up on Krista. We definitely treated you like a sister. And so I hope that... Hey, she asked. She wrote to you. That's true. And sometimes we're going to give tough love and sometimes it's going to be gentle love. But I felt like a tiny bit of tough was in order today. Well, no mama left behind, Krista. And sometimes yeah. when you go into that war zone, when you see the person in the war zone with their own negative thoughts, you have to put them on that stretcher and get them out of that war zone of, of their, their thoughts. And sometimes that's a bumpy road, a bumpy ride. Yeah, exactly. Like our own thoughts are so silly sometimes you know even though they sound like logical we have to get rid of them and and put on better thoughts better thoughts for our health and yeah. uh, and it's the way we train our brains to think so hey krista i hope that we've encouraged you today with that little bit of tough love and, and you can do it you so can do this little by little it. day by day krista danny has a song for you <laughs> are you real <laughs> No, you know, it actually, it actually, that, that was pretty good. It well, really was. Because I just said that out of the top. He had no idea. What, what, you may want to YouTube this, but um, when you were talking about, you know, when, when we were kids, you know, it was all fun to play with pots and pans. It reminded me of a great stand up bit by a comic named Brian Reagan. And he said, he goes, he goes, what is it? You know, you're a little kid and. You know, your daughter brings up to you a picture she drew all by herself, you know, and then what happens when you hit like 28 and I'll cut to all by myself. <laughs> like what happened to all by myself? It used yeah. to be something wonderful. And now it's just... you get, you'll, you'll take all the help you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That funny, Danny. Hey, mamas, do you have a question for Serene and Pearl? Send your email to support at trimhealthymama.com. Hey, I got a question for you from one of our awesome, awesome, did I mention awesome listeners named Emily? She says, Dear Pearl and Serene. Hey, hey Pearl, welcome to the question forum. Thanks for including me, <laughs> Emily. Dear Pearl and Serene, I would love to hear more about the research that backs up the separation of fats and carbs so that your body can focus on metabolizing them each separately to help with weight loss. Well, Emily... There is no books about it. You will not find a clinical study about it, but it absolutely works. And let me tell you, um, there is science to tell you that your body will uh, metabolize carbs first. It has to. Okay, that's why you, your insulin gets released to sweep the blood sugar right, out of your body. There is science. To say that insulin is our fat storage hormone. Yes. And there is science to prove that the more carbs you eat in one meal, the yes. more insulin is start. And there is science to tell you that while your blood sugar is being swept away and while you are burning those carbs, your fat actually goes into storage mm -hmm. to wait to be um, burned later. And there is science to prove that the more fat alone by itself that you eat in one meal, that the more you start digging into your own adipose fat tissue. Yeah, so all those things put together, <laughs> and you can research them because there's a lot of science out for that. We sort of came up with our own guinea pig style of doing this. I mean, this was trial and error. Now, to tell you the truth, though, let me tell you something about bodybuilders, okay? They you might think they're, bro they're bros and they have bro talk and, you know, they're not the most civilized people. You might have this idea in your head. They know their science. All they know, their ups and downs of 
all this. So facts. Serena and I was we were actually studying all this. We used to go on bodybuilding forums, and the language was not nice. I'll tell you this, but man, they knew their stuff. And bodybuilders, they, knew their hormones, they know how to cut, use their body. They knew how to cut their body. You know how to build their body. And oftentimes, what they would do was um, build up their body with carbs, and then go you know, into a almost of a low carb state and, and they'd cut, cycle cut, this. Cut, cut. They'd do these cycles between low carb and then adding some carbs. And it was harsh. And it was very detrimental harsh. to their body and it was aging. Very but we extreme. Kind of thought, how can we make this friendly, anti aging and work for us? Yeah. <laughs> and so And so we decided to make it mama friendly and we started, you know, Changing up our carbs and fats, not like the way bodybuilders do it where you go extremely low carb for a week and then spike your sugars for one day. But we did it in a way that, um, so it's really one of a kind thing, I guess. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun, but Serena and I just, we just used ourselves as guinea pigs. Trim Healthy Mama, product news and notes. So why collagen? Why do we have this as a product? Why? Because it balances your amino acid profile. Now, THM is centered around protein. It's awesome for weight loss. It's awesome to balance our blood sugars. That's great. But concentrated protein all the time that's not balanced is aging. But it can be anti-aging when you balance your amino acid profile. What we mean by that is methionine and tryptophan, amino acids found in skinless, boneless muscle meat. And in some dairy. Yeah, but you know what? If you're always having that, 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 and never the other amino acids of protein out there, like glycine and proline, then you're not balancing it out. And you know what? When you have the full picture, like back in the olden days where they had their chicken and made their broth out of the bones with it, it was anti-aging. It was healing. It was medicine. Protein was wonderful. It worked for them. Why? Because it was balanced. It was complete. Yes. And so these days, the way our, our world eats protein is incomplete. Now, so- if you don't eat pro- protein, that's anti That's aging too. So if you think, well, I'm just going to be a raw foodist and just eat no protein hardly at all and just be a plant foodist, that is aging as well because you need muscle. So the answer is not just, well, to limit protein. No, the answer is to have the full complete picture of protein. Yeah, and so some of us don't have the time to make stock. And so that's why we have collagen and gelatin powders because it's just easier. And they not only complete protein, but they do other wonderful things for our body, such as they cause us to grow wonderful thick hair. They beautify Amen. our skin. Yes. They raise our immune system. They cleanse our liver. Yes. Serene, you name a few, mate. Well, I'll tell you what, they calm you. They relax you because I tell you what, glycine, which is such a potent amino acid in our collagen, is calming. It is anti-anxiety. Yes, it is. They're actually using a medicine for for mental issues that that are because the brain can't stop worrying. And as mothers, our lives are not very calming a lot of times. (laughs) (laughs) Take a little collagen trimming before bed and snooze. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.